0: God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Welcome to all those of you who are joining us online. We're delighted to be with you. Uh, so many wonderful things that are taking place, even in a season that isn't so wonderful, right? There were an additional thousand people that were watching online last week We're were developing uh, plans and strategies to get people supplies. Uh, one of our partners is sending an airplane hospital over to Italy God is just doing amazing, amazing things. If you would like to stay connected to us, you can go to this website. You can watch it uh, online in your, uh, your your living room there. Wearecrossing.tv, and you can watch the stream. We also have content for you that is coming to you daily. The content is laid out all the way through the day for you. Here's a little example of that. Next week, uh, I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit today and talking about peace but next week, we're going to talk about, uh, actually, uh, l- let me back up a little bit. During the week, because we have so much content going out, during the week, I'm going to talk about soaring and the Holy Spirit. I said last week that I would do that, and some of you had been asking me online and saying, hey, Pastor, you know, are you going to do that this week? So coming this week, 11 o'clock, we did our first Facebook Live. It was interesting. <laughs> we learned a lot. We learned about shadows and wind outside and, and, you know, the right picture and the whole deal. We had a lot of fun, high fives. It was good. We're going to do it again this week, Tuesday at 11. So what I want to do now is I want to pray, okay? Well, let, let, let's start and pray, and uh, you don't have to bow your heads with me. I'm going to go through some categories with you, and I first want to talk, uh, just just pray for those who are affected, Those who are already ill, they're they're dealing with the illness, they're in the hospital, Isaiah 53, uh, uh, God says that by his stripes, Jesus' stripes, we're healed. And so we're agreeing together, we bind the effects of this sickness and disease. We cut off its intended outcomes and even the curse of death as we pray. We demand that it lapse into oblivion, that it falls off the face of the earth. We command the atmosphere to reject it, to dilute it, to drown it, or by any means to dry it up at its source. Lord, divide it, kill it, crush it, do whatever it takes to disarm coronavirus 19 at its source. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray for our president. And we ask that you would give him divine quickening of his body, mind, soul, and spirit. We ask, God, for this partnership that's public and private, that it would continue in all the grace that you've designed it in. We thank you, God, for the all the, the unity. All we're seeing on the news is disunity, but, God, we thank you for unity in Jesus' name. We thank you for the peace and prosperity of the man of God who is, who is leading us, Romans 8, 11. We're asking now for small businesses, and that would include churches, Lord. We're asking that you would continue to supply, and we're coming to your families in just a second. Supply according to your riches and glory, Philippians four nineteen. God, that you would stir up the gifts of your people, Lord Jesus, in 2 Timothy 1, 6. And then in 2 Timothy 1, uh, 7, you did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And God, we thank you for that, Lord Jesus. We're asking now for families in every home and we just just pause for a second here for the anxiety, for the fear, for the hopelessness that's taking place, for the loneliness that is taking place. And God, we thank you that we're anxious for nothing. But by prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving we make our requests known to God and and the peace of God comes that passes understanding and we pray that right into your home. We pray it into your living room. We pray it into your heart. We ask you to open your hands, your eyes, your heart to the Lord Jesus and receive his peace today. For it's in his name we pray and all God's people said, amen Amen and amen and amen. Peace is a thing that everybody needs uh, around the world today, peace. Peace is a thing that every person needs around the world today peace is the thing that every person needs around the world today last week we talked about praise and so I just want to I want to illustrate just for a moment very quickly and then we'll get into our our text for today Um, Philippians 4 4 through 9 is is the process of how you get peace it's the process and I'll, I'll I'll move fairly quickly here Um, Last week and after I got done, we had our our Spanish interpreter, the the man who does the interpretation for Spanish, he came to me and he said, can you please slow down? Slow down. So in Spanish, I guess it's 2x or 3x, right? You're you're trying to get those words in here. Here we go. Um, So I want to refer you to last week's message. Praise is the password to God's presence. Praise is. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice, rejoice. And so We wanna take a moment to see the things that are around us and to experience the things that are around us and to slow down for a second and to recognize God's glory in each of them. And then he says, I want you to take your prayers and your petitions to the Lord. So write down what you're struggling with. Begin to write them down. And then thank God again. Thank him for everything that he's doing. Thank, you for food. Thank him for food in your home. Thank him for laughter and joy in your home. Thank him for being around your family members. Thank him for your churches that are, that are still you know, moving and shaking and doing all that they can to serve the community. Thank him that a thousand may fall at your right hand but it shall not come near you in Jesus' name. Thank him for his goodness and his presence in your life. Begin to thank him for covering in the civics that we have around us and, and all the municipalities that are still open. Everything that God is doing that is good, thank him. Write down your prayers, thank him and then, and then the peace of God which passes understanding will come to guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So turn with me, that, that's, kind of the, that's the process to get there. Praise is the password. Join me now in the Bible if you've got it with you. All right, Open your Bible, you can open your phone, uh, your, your laptop, your digital equipment, whatever you might have. And we wanna to go to John chapter 16, John chapter 16. So Jesus, here's a little bit of the setup. Jesus is saying to the disciples, um, I'm going to leave. I, I'm gonna go. And he's talking to them. Remember, this is a little bit shrouded at the time. He's saying, I, I'm gonna go. And he's speaking about his, his death and his burial. I'm gonna leave. They didn't know that it was gonna look like that. And then he said, "And but I'm gonna come again. If you read John chapter 16, you could see that. By the way, if you're a brand new believer, uh, the book of John is the place to start. Just read the book of John. It's got everything in it that you need to begin your journey as a, a sort of a new believer in Christianity. And so Jesus is saying to them, Uh, I'm going away, they don't understand, and then he says, and then I'm gonna come again. And in a couple of weeks here, we're gonna be celebrating the fact that Jesus didn't stay in the grave, right, church? He did not stay in the grave, he was risen from the grave. And so we're in the period now that comes after that, where Jesus comes back to the earth, he meets with his disciples in person, and then he was translated. He was caught up to heaven, and he went up before their eyes to, to be seated next to the Father. But we have to remember, so we're in the meantime right now. And you can, you can take that any way you want to, it's pretty mean right now. And we're, we're in the meantime. But I want you to remember in the meantime that Jesus said he's coming back again. <laughs> and he's gonna come back this time on a white horse with a robe and a sword coming from his mouth that is double-edged, and he's gonna judge the nations And every war, sickness, famine, flood, Satan, hell, death, and the devil have gotta bow at his knee. They have to bow at his knee. Remember, in this meantime, that Jesus is Lord. Remember that he's Lord. And remember this, he didn't leave us alone. He left us with the person of the Holy Spirit. John sixteen seven. he said, it's good for me to go, And if I go then to the Father, I leave him who he, the Holy Ghost. I leave Holy Spirit with you. So he's not abandoned us, he's not left us alone. He leaves the person of the Holy Spirit to be present with us in the midst, in the meantime, if you will. John 16, 33 now, very simple scripture. He says, uh, I have told you these things, what? The things that I just said, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna go again, but it's good for you. In the meantime, the Holy Spirit's gonna be with you. I I told you these things, so that in me, Jesus said, so that in me, in me, the Savior of the world, the Son of God, the redeeming agent of planet Earth, the God-man, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, in me, you may have peace. You, You may have peace, transcendent, knowledgeable, uh, doesn't make sense in the situation, powerful presence of the person with you. In this world, you will have trouble. In this world, you're gonna have trouble, there's gonna be difficulties, there's gonna be war, famine, and flood, and, and this word trouble is thlipsis, thlipsis. It's a little bit of a tongue twister, thlipsis. And the word has a particular meaning to it, it means affliction. And it goes on, it means heaviness. And, and so some of you are in your home and, and you've not been able to get out for a while. And it's gotten really heavy. It's gotten a little shadowy in your house. And um, you're not just having cabin fever, you're having, um, you're having doubts. You're having doubts about your life and what it's gonna look like and where this thing's gonna go and what's gonna happen. And is, is, is there God, is he really here? And, and so there's heaviness, there's debilitating weight I'm going to just move through these because, boy, we could depress ourselves just talking about what this means. Uh, It means greater and greater amounts of pressure, increasing pressure. It means increasing cycles of constriction like a boa constrictor. And the Lord said to me as I was reading this and understanding the original meaning, God said to me, now everybody understands what I mean when I say trouble. God understands. We, We understand what God is saying when he says trouble now. And then he's added to it. And as I was listening to him, I, I have a little kneeling bench and, in my office and I, I, I face it east, right? And, and we can talk about that another time. But I was on my kneeling bench and he, and the, I felt like the Lord said to me, he said, my people understand. They understand trouble now. They understand the weight and the pressure. And I, I want you to say to them, uh, for many people, it's too much to bear. And then he paused and I waited and I was like, oh God, help, help me. He said, it's too much to bear in the natural, It's too much to bear in the natural. And then he went on and he said, but in my spirit, you will have grace, And you will have mercy following all all the days of your life and you will have, not only will you be elevated out of your position, but you'll rise to a place of primacy with me and you will call on my name and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things. That even in this time of difficulty, God would stir up in his people some kind of grace, some kind of love, some kind of lift, some kind of knowledge that we hadn't had before. Some kind of motivation that would fall on the inside of us so that we would move from normal living to supernatural life, the peace of God that comes from the person of the Holy Spirit standing with us. The person of God. The Prince of Peace in our midst. And he says, Take heart. I want you to take heart. I really do. I want you to I want you to take heart today. I want you to I want you to breathe in the presence of the living God. I want you to clean out what's been there. i want you to find a Bible, find an online Bible, find a, a paper Bible, a paperback Bible, and, and dust it off. And I don't want you to go to the book of John, and I, I want you to start reading about me. I want you to begin to pray to me, and it's not complicated. Just say what the scripture says to God, and there you go, you're praying. And there you go, you're praying. You're already in, you're praying. He says the word of faith is on your mouth and it's in your heart. It's not far away from you. The God of the universe is leaning down through this situation, ready to pour his peace upon you. Yes. He's ready, he's, he's poised to do it. He says, take heart. Don't let your heart be troubled. troubled." And, 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 uh, and here's what he says to end this scripture. He says, take heart, why? Because I have over." the world. I've overcome the world. I've overcome the world. I've overcome the world. Nikos is the translation there. And it means here's what it says. Past, present, and future. Jesus is saying to us, I overcame a long time ago in the garden. And I've overcome today. I was resurrected from the grave and I'm seated at the right hand of the throne of the Father and I'm not asleep, I'm not shopping at Publix. I'm right here with you. I overcame and I've overcome and forever and ever and ever and ever I'm in a position that is supreme as the authority, the one who brings peace to you in every circumstance and situation and forever I'll bring you peace, forever. There'll never be a situation where I'm out of place, out of headship to bring peace to you in your circumstance. The Greek word is erene. The Greek word overcome is erene. It's peace that is specifically produced by the Holy Spirit. You can't get it another way. You can't uh, can't work it up. It comes from the person who is the Holy Ghost inside of you, it, is, it comes from him. And, and a couple of things, as I just note this for a second, it means wholeness. How many of you wanna be whole right now? Or, or for that matter, whenever there's, I mean, who cares? Uh, I mean, let me be careful what I say because sometimes it's tweeted and quoted. He said, who cares about you know, the virus? I don't mean who cares. I, I, I mean, even if the virus weren't taking place here and now, don't we want wholeness? Don't we want completeness? Don't we want tranquility of the soul that is, now listen to this, listen to the, 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 how, how particular God is with his words. It means tranquility of the soul, unaffected, to be unaffected because the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit is here, unaffected by outward circumstances, even in increasing amounts of pressure, greater and greater amounts of pressure. And so God just set it up for us, didn't he? He just set it up and beep, there it goes, 400 yarder. When a person is walking with a reine, he is calm. She is calm. The inner man is stable and grants you the ability to conduct yourself peacefully, even though the circumstances might, might be nerve-wracking or complicated or squeezing or traumatic or upsetting, and I pray right now, in the name of the one who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ask or imagine. We are praying peace on you, right here, right now. May it come into your living room. May it fall on the crown of your head, and may it flow to the bottom of your feet. The peace of God. We're, we're praying for peace. Everybody needs peace. Uh, some, some time ago, it would have been almost two years ago. Now we were. <clears throat> you've heard me mention it. If you've been around a little bit, we were in a boating thing. It was a very tragic situation. We were in Hernando County and um, we had, we had just a a traumatic time. I won't describe the whole time. It was very traumatic. Our whole family was there. Our little puppy was there. We had kids on the boat, the whole deal. And, and it was an emergency situation. I've been boating for years, but this was an emergency, like, you know, four alarm emergency, get the life jackets out. We had about a hundred, hundred gallons of water in the boat. It was a bad deal. The, The bilge, if you know boating, the bilge pumps water out of the boat. The bilge was not working. And then all of you who are watching now that understand boating go, oh, that's a problem. Okay, that's a problem. <clears throat> and um, so my mind reacted first, right? And then my emotions behind my reaction in my mind. And then, and I wanna, I wanna, just, I wanna describe this to you right now and I hope that it translates to you, then the peace of God. And then, and then God speaks to my emotions, whoa, 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 I'm right here. Then God speaks to my mind, do this, do this, do this, do this. And I want you to know that God isn't distant. He's not at a distance looking at you in your storm, he's in the midst of the storm with you. That day in the boat, Jesus wasn't up there, Jesus was right here, Jesus was right here. Jesus was next to my wife. Jesus was next to my babies. Jesus was even next to our little puppy, God bless her, little Daisy, little Daisy Duke. He's not far away from you, even in the midst of the storm. In Acts chapter 27, Paul was on his missionary journey. He was sailing above Africa, he was headed to Rome because Paul was was set, told by the Holy Spirit that he had to testify in Rome. I'll tell you why that's so important in just a second. They ran into a hurricane. Acts chapter 27 says it's a tempest. That doesn't translate very well for us. It was a hurricane. It said for days they did not see the sun or the moon or the stars. For days, day 14, Paul stands up, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and he says to the entire crew, 276 men and the officers, he says, peace. He said, take peace. Now, would that sound a little bit ridiculous in the middle of a hurricane? And remember, this was some time ago now. This is not, a, this is not a, a giant ocean liner that's made of metal and so on and so forth. And they're in the middle of, they're going to perish. Saying, this is it. We're, we're going to die. And he says, peace. I want to give you the reference 27, 22 through 24. He says, take peace. And he said, there's not a single, there's not a man among you that will perish. And I feel like when I was preparing, I feel like God wants you to speak that over your life and your family today. There's not a man among you, there's not a girl among you, not a child among you that's going to perish. He said the boat's going to take some damage, and we're already, we're already seeing that, right? And then I, w- I want to tell you, I want to just describe to you what took place, and in this description are the application points of what I want to give you today. <clears throat> Instead of fighting the storm, because you, you can't, let me just say this to you, you can't fight a hurricane. instead of trying to fight the hurricane, instead of trying to fight your fear, take your position of faith and sit down in the middle of your fear. Instead of trying to fight the winds of the hurricane, stand in your faith or sit down in your faith, is a better term from the original language, to sit down in your faith and to say to God, God, my life is in your hands. The ship was blown hundreds of miles off course but the next thing they did made a lot of sense. They took ropes and they bound the sails. And God is saying that to you, and He's saying to me, I want you to get as skinny as you can right now, because there's a lot of turbulence in your life. I want you to get skinny. I want you to try to, you know, cut off everything that you can cut off, but remain faithful in Jesus' name. Right, church, remain faithful. I want to, I want you to, you know, look at your bills, look at your stuff, cut off, start cutting off. Take the, take the sail that's normally up for sailing and I want you to bind it with ropes. Get skinny in this season. And then he tells them to do another thing, which is beautiful. It just, he said, I want you, he goes, you guys haven't eaten. And I don't know, maybe some of you are just eating. I don't know. He said, I want you to take some food and I want you to break some bread. And he said, I want, I want you to take, he said, he encouraged them in the Lord, and they broke bread and they fellowshiped and they prayed. And I think that's maybe the most important thing that we could do right now in our homes is that we could we could uh, smell the smell of that incredible food and recognize that the people that we love are right here. We can recognize that we have a God that saves us and loves us and knows us. We can break bread. We can say to God, We're thankful we're thankful god we're, we're thankful we know that we know that there's a storm there's a tempest there's a hurricane taking place here but we thank you that you're present with us right here and then he says they took the ship and they ran it aground they ran the ship aground and and so there's going to be there's going to be repercussions for everything we're going through and we already know this we intuitively know that this is taking place and here's the glory of the story all 276 men made it to shore. Not a man lost his life. Not a single man. So here's how I want to kind of close this thing up. This storm may blow you hundreds of miles off course, but you're going to get on another boat and you're going to go where God designed for you to go. You're going you're to get on a boat and you're going to go where God designed for you to go because God spoke over Paul and said, you're going to Rome and think about the majesty of Christ. God linked the chief spokesperson for Christianity to the chief culture of the history of the world in Rome. And he linked it through Jesus whenever he was crucified, it's the Roman Empire. And then he takes Paul and he links it to Rome. So wherever Rome went, Christianity went. And that's why we're preaching the gospel in America today as a free nation. That's why we're preaching the gospel today. So I want to, I want to close just, just like this. I, I, um, Tamron and I went to seminary and, um, it was a, it was a shocking experience for us. We, we, um, <clears throat> let me just say it like this. We were doing, do we were doing pretty well. And then God said, I want you to leave all that. And I want you to go to seminary. And it was a, it was a traumatic time. I was, I ruptured my Achilles, wore a, Cast from my hip to my ankle, drugged myself around campus. I was trying to work two jobs, I had a full time slate for master's degree work. We had a baby who wasn't sleeping. I mentioned my oldest daughter last week, and and um, so it was very, just very traumatic. And just in one one of those afternoons, that was a regular afternoon where we have chapel. Um, <clears throat> I went to chapel, and I, I there's a long story about how a guy he tricked me, got me to chapel. And uh, you know, how's your shine? He got me to chapel <clears throat> and I left that day and I, I'm praying that today is this day for you. I left the day having heard the gospel preached and I said to Jesus, I said, okay, come hell or high water. Whether it's a lot or a little, Whether we serve you in Africa or we serve you someplace in the United States, I see what you did for me on the cross. And I receive the peace that passes understanding to move through this season. Come whatever may come, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. He's Lord today. He's Lord tomorrow. And he's Lord in the minuscule and minute interactions that you have every single day. He's Lord. And so we take our stand to receive peace. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all. The Lord is near to you today. Be anxious for nothing but through prayer and with supplication. Make your requests known to God and the peace of God that transcends understanding will come now to guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Now, today. And so if you're on the other side of the stream and maybe things are going very well for you, if you're on the other side of the stream and things are difficult for you, the answer is the same for all of us. His name is Jesus. And so I want to ask you, if you have your digital device, whatever it might be there, and we're going to pray a prayer that comes out of Romans 10, 9 and 10. And in that prayer, we're just going to confess Christ the Savior. The Bible's very clear. That we would believe in our hearts that Jesus was raised from the dead and that we would confess with our mouth that he is Lord. That's simply what we're going to do. And so wherever you are, I'm so thankful. I just, every time I go to pray, I can literally, I can see our men and women who serve us around the world, our military. I can see them. And I, I just, can we, can we just thank God for them? Can we do that? I mean, even, even our, can we thank God for them? <clears throat> I'm thinking of students now that are at home. And I know that has its own complexity. Right? It does. I'm thinking some moms and dads, you have more proximity with each other now. And, and maybe you have some proximity with family members. And maybe you're caring for somebody who's ill and not doing well. The answer is the same for all of us. And so without bowing your heads, you can, you can just repeat this prayer with me to say, Lord Jesus, I give you my life today. I know that I've sinned. And I turn away from that life. And I turn toward you as my Savior. And today I give you my life. And on the count of three, you know, if you pray that prayer for the first time, if you're alone or if you're with a big group of people, I'm just going to ask you to raise your hand. Just, you're just identifying and saying, man, that's me. Huh? That's me. On the count of three, one, two, three. And by faith, you're saying, I'm giving my life to Jesus Christ. And may the peace of God which transcends understanding, come to guard your heart and mind in your declaration of peace. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you soon.